When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to WrestleWolf. Uh, this is Reconsidering WCW Nitro. I'm Dr. Damien Gibson, and joining me, as always, is the man who only deals in kayfabe and roosters. It's Matthew Kayfabe. How do you do, chickens and roosters? <laughs> it's not bad. I don't mind that as a opening salvo. Thank you. I'm sure I'm forgetting someone and that we will receive uh, criticism for, for that, but, you know. Mm, yeah, it does. It also uh, reeks of a Broadmeadows bingo host, bingo hall host. The uh, I do feel bad because I'm not sure if it'll get picked up, but uh, we do have a comical rooster that's found something and is uh, is calling to the to his girls uh, to come and feed with him, which is what roosters do. That's uh, usually why they crow. He's found something and he's trying to share it with the chickens. Uh, the chickens are not uh, moving towards him, so he is just crowing. Uh, so apologies if that affects the audio. Uh, <laughs> I live in a strange place. Hmm. Kayfabe. <laughs> the world of kayfabe is... It's the Red Rooster. It's Terry Taylor crowing out <laughs> I, I I like the red rooster. Anyway, oh, um, you <laughs> nearly called you a coward, but that's the wrong term. <laughs> you coward! You do not. I think it's quite brave for me to say that I like the red rooster. Mm. Um, all right, let's get into this episode. Uh, it aired on April fifteenth, nineteen ninety six. So we have another week gap. We've had a couple this year where like. Nitro just hasn't been on, I assume, because of NBA commitments for TNT. Yeah, I think that's usually so that's the case. Almost certainly it. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's like annoying for Eric and the team, or whether they're happy with the day off. Or, um, I know that at this point, I'm happy with the week off because I'm like, we're just getting closer to Nitro being good. <laughs> it's true. 
That's true. Last week wasn't too bad. Well, we thought it wasn't too bad. And then we spent the last five minutes of the episode talking about how bad Nitro is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, but there were there were things that were worth watching. Uh, I don't know if we had there. Oh, there were a few things that were okay on this. Let's get into it. We started off with uh, Hulk Hogan versus Arn Anderson uh, and the Taskmaster for five minutes with the manager of the other wrestler. That seems to be the easiest way to explain the stipulation. Hulk Hogan gets the win with uh, the big boot and then is going to beat up Elizabeth and woman legitimately. He then clocks Jimmy, rips his shirt off. The giant arrives to save Jimmy. Uh, Hulk, of course, dispatches the the giant like he's nothing. Uh, And then thinks Mean Gene is a baddie and picks him up and then realizes he isn't and puts him back down. Uh, thankfully, the mic fucks up, so we can't really hear Hulk's interview with Mean Gene for the 150th time in a row. Um, and that's the opening segment. Matt, I just have one question. Mm. Where's the booty man? The booty man, I don't know. I have no, uh, I just, I... Was it explained? Did they, they didn't explain it over commentary or anything, right? Like, they... It was just like, oh, you know, the Hulk, Hulkster's in a handicap match. I mean, is it uh, is it uh, necessarily off-brand for Hulk Hogan to steal one of his best friends? Uh, I don't know the relationship between the booty man and uh, the booty babe. Uh, but they're, they're courting, definitely. They're going out. For sure. They've had They're a like making on out on TV and yeah. stuff, yeah. Um So like, you know, this is this is the man who taunted uh Macho Man by telling him that um, Miss Elizabeth was uh too much woman for him or that Macho Man was not enough man. I can't remember the exact term. Yeah, and then discussed like it uh, about how he was gonna go and fuck uh Miss Elizabeth that night. So that was good. Um, so this mm. is just this is just continued really really shit behavior from a giant <laughs> hot dog muscle. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, also, yeah. So um, the booty. Actually, I just realised is- later in real life, out of kayfabe, Hulk Hogan has sex with his best friend's wife, leading to his public downfall. This is the Holy seeds shit. of that happening. Yeah. Hulk, stop having sex with your... Don't have sex with your friends' wives or girlfriends. <laughs> it's only going to lead to problems. Yeah, Hulkster. Uh, <laughs> so, we go to an ad break. Uh, we come back to the comms desk. Should we see what everyone's come as today? Please. All right. So, Eric uh, appears to have come as the Prince Finn Balor, not to be confused with the Demon Prince Finn Balor. They are different characters. Uh, Pepe has come as a sparkly pilgrim. Couldn't think of anyone famous for this. It just oh, it looked like a sparkly true. pilgrim. Uh, Mongo's come as Ryan Gosling in Drive. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Bobby's come as Don Johnson from Miami Vice. So everyone's uh, all kitted up and ready to go. <laughs> and uh, next up we get uh, the public enemy versus the nasty boys uh, in a street fight which I think is WCW's code for a hardcore match. We haven't got to calling things a hardcore match yet, but this is essentially what this is. Because yeah. um, they even say at the end of the match, I don't know what to call this. It's like, it's called a hardcore match. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they'll work that out. 
the Nasty Boys get the win in this uh, after Johnny Grunge jumped through a table uh, and uh, there was no water in the peel and uh, <laughs> giving Public Enemy, <laughs> uh, giving the Nasty Boys the win. Public Enemy continue to beat up the Nasty Boys after the match to still make it basically, you know, they, no one looked weak in this match. I got to say, man, I really enjoyed this. It remind I was like, oh yeah, there was hardcore stuff in WCW, and I remember really liking it. And I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, like when Public Enemy showed up, that like they had a bit of a rivalry with the Nasty Boys that I enjoyed. And you were like, I fucking hate the Nasty Boys, so I don't care. <laughs> I I fucking hate the Nasty Boys, and I don't care. Um, but I'll, I'll speak reasonably. I thought this match was. Uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, we all have our hatreds in wrestling. That's fine, but you're obviously biased. I well, I don't could also say about... that this match happened on pay per view, uh, like two months ago, like almost the exact same match. What these guys? Yeah, remember the that was where they no? they overexplained the merchandise table that was in the middle of nowhere, and the public enemy went uh, through it and went through no. the. He, 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 Johnny Grunge threw himself through a table off the thing and, uh... Uh, yeah, but that wasn't a full... I don't think that wasn't a full hardcore match. That just, that devolved into a hardcore match at the end, didn't it? Well, it was obviously a false count anywhere because they pinned him outside yeah. of the ring. I would say this is a proper hardcore match. Like, from the start, like, there's chairs hmm. and those, like, uh, trash can lids that have never been on an actual trash can ever <laughs> that make that sort of sound of, like... Doing, <laughs> you know, when they hit people's heads and stuff. Um, I, I really enjoyed this. Like, I genuinely, it was the one thing on the show that I was really into um, and was like, well, you know, if these guys, like, the Nasty Boys aren't great wrestlers, right? But they're okay at this. So, if, if there's going to be a program where, like, Public Enemy get to do their ECW style of wrestling, mm. I'm into it. And if the Nasty Boys are doing this with them, then that's probably a worthwhile utilization of their lack of skills to be a bit harsh. So, but I, I was in on this and was like, I want to see these, I actually kind of want to see these guys do more of this. Yeah. I, uh, would rather see the public enemy wrestle someone else. Yeah. I like, I know the nasty boys aren't going anywhere cause they're best mates with Hulk Hogan. So it's like, well, if we're stuck with them, then this is okay. You know? And the other thing as well is there's a reason for them fighting each other. Because Public Enemy were, you know, smart-ass little shits the week before and cost the Nasty Boys a match, and now the Nasty Boys want retribution, right? Like, There's definitely a storyline. Um, and it is a storyline that you lo- you you loved. So, this is, this is... No, I liked it. Yeah. This is, this is... I don't know. This wasn't for me, but I'm glad it was for you. <laughs> uh, next up we had Earl Robert Eaton versus the Macho Man Randy Savage uh, the convoys are building up the story of Rick and Liz stealing from Macho like a lot I mean like that's all they're talking about they're giving vivid descriptions of Rick drinking you know using um, they keep saying that Liz and Rick are using Randy's credit cards why the fuck would a divorced couple like, why, why would Liz still have Randy's credit cards? You know what I mean? Like, it just makes no sense. Anyway. Um, well, isn't they keep Rick about that. living in his house? Like, Supposedly, I, yeah. I, I love this, like, idea that for some reason Ric Flair would be like... Well, I mean, and because it's Ric Flair, 
there is a decent chance that, like, he'd been kicked out of his own home. He was living in a motel room. He'd spent all his money on bar tabs for everyone. And he was like, oh, shit, I need to seduce Randy Savage's wife so I can have a home of my own. (laughs) Yeah, but it also goes against, like, the style and profile and, you know, it's like... But I think that the the story is that, like, him uh, himself, woman, and Liz are all living in Macho Man's house and spending all Macho Man's Just money. Just full of dry meat and, like, and, 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 and <laughs> pants that have, like, you know, bits cut off them. I don't know what they're called. The, like, the, the tassels. <laughs> Tasseled clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, booty, booty holes. Do you think Macho and Booty Man go to the same tailor? Uh, yes, I do, actually. <laughs> like, just to be honest, I do. <laughs> uh, Robert Eaton's trying to get Ryle Randy up, which is not a smart thing to do, by intimidating, uh, by imitating Ric Flair. Uh, Mucha gets the win with the flying elbow, and then, like, kind of just out of nowhere pushes the referee and then gets back up on the rope, and then all of a sudden we've got Alex Wright, Jim Duggan, and a few other wrestlers who come out and they're like, Macho Man, don't do this, don't do this, for some reason worried about the safety of Robert Eaton. Uh, Macho flies through them to give uh, Robert Eaton another flying elbow. And then these wrestlers make a citizen's arrest and put Macho Man in handcuffs. (laughs) The convoys say it's for the public safety of everyone there. Um, But I feel like it's a slight overreaction. What did you think of this? Um, No, I thought it was was an underreaction, if anything. I thought they should have shot him dead on sight. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, I would have been fine with that, but, you know. I mean, given... What were the point... Given the booty man's plans, uh... Yeah, well, I, that's the thing. Sorry, let's go back to that for one sec. So, was the Booty Man's plan <laughs> to leave Hulk high and dry in a two-on-one handicap match? Yeah, I think the Booty Man's plan was uh, to... Well, to, look, let's be honest. What's happened here is that they've said, like, hey, let's... Like, you go out and say you know how to get rid of them. And then, like, he's rocked up to work with the Booty Babe. And that he's like, oh, so what's what's the plan? Like, where's the script? And they're like, yeah, uh, we haven't thought of the plan yet. Um, hey, guess what? Your girlfriend's <laughs> going out with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Can I yeah. come out too? No. <laughs> no. No, booty man. The booty man can. <laughs> um, anyway, so Macho, I think, I think we're meant to be like, Macho's unhinged and is coming for Rick. But surely he needs to do some more unhinged things than a wrestling move in a wrestling ring to make him look unhinged. Macho Man's character throughout the 90s is not very good. No. Like, it's just... it. it it's really cool that he's like this absolute lunatic in, in the 80s, but... Uh, it's less fun when it's like, oh, is he, like, suffering from the effects of CTE? Why is he letting, like, why doesn't he just cancel his credit cards? Like, he's, yeah, he's kind of just a muscular idiot. <clears throat> like, a, a very, very obviously balding muscular idiot. I think uh, my, my biggest, I think the biggest problem for Macho Man so far during Nitro, during the Nitro era, mm. is that he's way too much wrapped up in Hulk Hogan's affairs. 
he he is like Robin to Hulk Hogan's Batman, and he's much better. But than the whole that. show is wrapped up and in Hulk Hogan's affairs, as we as we've joked throughout. You know, if Hulk Hogan's not on screen, people should be asking, "Where's Hulk Hogan?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely true, and that's the way it's been booked. But like. What's even more frustrating about it is that you have Macho Man Randy Savage and he could be having his own stories, which is kind of happening mm. here, finally. But now when they are doing it, like Ric Flair versus Macho Man, great. Like, that's a dream match. Anyone would be into that. Um, and even the story is kind of, you know, like it's old school soapy mm. storytelling, but it makes sense. Like, Rick, ha- Rick is with Liz and Macho Man is upset about that. And Rick is like, you know living in his house and driving his cars and blah, blah, you know, like, that's fine. But to show that Macho Man's unhinged, he has to do something unhinged. His whole character is unhinged, right? So he needs to, like, go really over the top. Bring a gun to the ring. Yeah. As I'm increasingly suggesting. (laughs) If you're going to sort out your problems with with fists, why not bring switchblades? Yeah, or a gun, or, you know. I mean, it's America. You can bring a semi-automatic yeah, if you why want. why not bring a plastic bag and some cable ties and just pop a plastic bag over Rick's head and tie it on? <laughs> well, we, you know, we've all seen the last few weeks that that's not that they aren't dangerous weapons. They're nothing to worry about. So, that's fine. Macho can bring them to the ring and no one needs to worry about it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we'll see what happens with that. I hope they kind of, you know, pull the plane up pull the nose of the plane up a little bit with this hmm. storyline. All all they need to do is make Macho, like, do a couple of really crazy things and then and make sure that, the st- like, Rick and Macho are only interacting with each hmm. other. And then that storyline basically tells itself, right? But the problem is we're just all over the place with Dungeon of Doom and Horseman and Hulk Hogan and... Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of which... The Giant and Lex Luger, <laughs> uh, sorry, Sting and Lex Luger versus Ric Flair and The Giant uh, for the Tag Team Championships. Uh, Sting and Luger get the win and retain the belts due to disqualification after Woman throws coffee in Sting's face this week uh, and Lex ducks out of the way. I um, have a technical issue just- with this. Okay. Uh, this match goes for ten and a half minutes. Uh, the it, like the walk downs are a couple of minutes. That coffee's not that hot. It's it's if 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 it's warm, it's tepid. Like there's just That's no. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not buying it. You, you're not going to fucking beat me. Uh, logic of WCW. <laughs> That's cold coffee, and cold coffee should not hurt Lex Luger. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it doesn't hurt Lex Luger or hurts Sting, but uh, that's true. Well, I'll, I, I retire my point and I quit the podcast uh, in shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how you do it, Peter Dunn. <laughs> um, Mongo uh, referencing Rodney King in the middle of this match, I'm- not great, and and is left completely hanging by Eric and Bobby as well. Which, fair enough, but it's so awkward. Like, so he says. Um, in relation to, I think, uh, Ric Flair, is that uh, he he's uh, feeling as lone as Rodney King did a few Jesus years Christ. ago. And then there's like, uh, 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 when he met the police a few years ago, and then there's a silence. And then Mongo goes, uh, when he was just saying, can't we all be friends? 
making things way worse. Uh, I would. Uh, I am very ready for Mongo McMichael to become an active competitor and part of the greatest faction in uh, wrestling history, uh, just because he needs to not be a commentator. Well, we're starting to get the very beginnings of that because Rick sees Mongo's wife, uh, Deborah McMichaels, mm. in the in the crowd and uh, goes over and does a bit of Ric Flair, you know, flirting, I suppose. That's what we would call <laughs> Ric Flair's behaviour with women. Uh, yeah, uh, Rick McFlirt. <laughs> Rick Flirt, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I prefer Charlotte Flirt. And, uh, <laughs> and anyway, or David Flirt. Um, God, that's a... That, that, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get to, to him. him. <laughs> we'll get to you, David Flirt. Uh, anyway... Uh, Deborah actually did some pretty good acting here to show that she was repulsed and kind of into it at the same time, with no talking. It's like, oh fuck, it's, it's a, a half decent actor yeah, on this show. It's a it's a reaction from women that we're we're all we're all too unfortunately used to the repulsed. But maybe this is the best that uh, that's out there. <laughs> uh, otherwise known as hinge. Um, <laughs> Uh, I noticed that uh, they've been saying this basically the whole time that we've been doing Nitro. <clears throat> um, but I kind of just finally today was like, ah, oh, did they steal it? Did WWF steal this as well? They're constantly saying anything can happen here at WCW and usually does. Hmm. Like bringing a gun to the ring. What? Firing it. Is that, am I being over the top? I mean, I know that's probably, you know, most wrestling promotions say something along those lines, but... Did, have WWF explicitly stole Bobby and Eric's line from WCW? Yes. I think so. Yeah. They have, they, right? I think they have. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. And then the other thing I noticed as well, just real quick, that uh, NXT this year had New Year's mm. Evil, and that's a WCW pay-per-view name. Is it? Yes. Wow. I don't, I don't remember New Year's. Once. They did it once, but even then, like, they just can't even... Yeah. I genuinely did not... I don't remember that pay-per-view at all. It's one of the later ah. ones. But still, do, do Hunter and Sean just flick through the network? They just go to the WCW section and just flick through and go, uh, yeah, that. Yes, I think that's right. It seems like it. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. This that was the end. That was the end of the episode. <laughs> do, you, do you want to hear what was on the other channel? Yes, uh, please. We've got your man Mark Mero uh, defeating Leaf Cassidy, who is Al Snow. Uh, Steve Steve oh, Austin right. defeated Bart Gunn, who is Bart Gunn. Uh, Savio Vega defeated Goldust, who is Dustin uh, Rhodes, uh, to win the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Ooh. And then uh, there's also some crap with uh, Bret Hart and interviews with Vader and Razor Ramon. Hang on, what do you mean crap That's, with it's Bret just Hart? Crap. <laughs> was, it's just what do you mean? Was did he have a match? No, or? he's filmed in Bonn, Germany, talking about the about an Iron Man match and his future in wrestling. Why he's in Bonn, Germany? I don't know. He's just a he's a global citizen. Yeah. Brett, he likes to... 
he was probably checking out some ass or um you know going to a club <laughs> or something you know like uh he would be a lot know? of fun at a club bret hart going to an art club you know he's uh, he's the kind of yeah he would have been hanging out with the bad seeds robert forster you know those guys that were living Icky in Pop, berlin yeah. at that point well not in the 90s but you know <laughs> He would have been lamenting. Well, yeah, but Iggy Pop just likes to hang out in in Germany. Jim Jarmusch, he was probably sitting around with Jim Jarmusch talking about uh, like the intricacies of working with film it's rather crazy than digital. That Iggy Pop's and, still you know, alive. those kind of things. And looks good. Like he looks. I mean, he looks mm. like Iggy Pop, but he looks how he, he looks healthier now than he did in the late seventies. Yeah. And it's like out of all of your peers, your you're who's left. <laughs> like, Lou Reed, gone. David Bowie, gone. Ignatius Pop. You know what I mean? Like, in, 19, in 1982, if you were like, out of Lou Reed, David Bowie, and Iggy Pop, who was still, who's still around in 2020? I mean, in 1982, <laughs> for all three of them, you're like, whew, uh, none of them? Uh, no, David's, got, David's gone clean that thin, by then. That, 1982's around Thin White Duke era, isn't it? We're talking pretty serious cocaine uh, at that point. N- no, that was just after Little oh, Monsters, okay. and he like um, scary monsters, uh, not Little, Little Monsters. Little Monsters was and just so, an excellent yeah, so children's movie from the same era. <laughs> it was, yeah. uh, so he's slowly moving into oh, corporate okay. Bowie. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, Bowie, you would expect to be alive, and Lou and uh, Iggy, you'd definitely expect to be dead. Yeah, you should be fucking dead, Iggy Pop. <laughs> oh, well, best wishes to everyone but Iggy Pop. Um, would you have watched Nitro or yeah. Raw? Uh, um, that's actually a good question this week. Because there isn't a lot to write home about. Mm. You know, like if if I hadn't watched wrestling for ages and you're just giving me the names that are on both shows, then I'm, I'm going to watch mm. WCW. But if I'd been watching Nitro for the last... How long have we been watching yeah. it for? Uh, has no, it been a year? But it feels like it. <laughs> it started in September, I think right? It, yeah, September or August. Is that all we've been doing it for? God, it feels like we've been doing it. <laughs> Imagine how the listeners <laughs> God, feel. It feels like we've been doing it for three years. Yeah, God, how are you guys doing it? Uh, I'm going to go... Ah, uh, brand loyalty. I'm going to go with WCW, but I'm taping Raw, and I'm. Watching I probably it would have um, for Bret Hart. I probably would have not watched wrestling. Only yeah, the Bret Hart. I would have bit. not watched wrestling this week. I, uh... <laughs> I didn't realize yeah, that wasn't was an, an option. option for you, but it is for me. <laughs> um, oh, no, the ratings. Uh... <laughs> Hang on, I've had to watch two shows, and you're watching none. The ratings are: fair. Raw gets three point one, Nitro gets two point eight. Hmm. It's a god, man. Imagine imagine what would happen if any of the shows like got that share of the ratings now. Yeah. Like imagine if Raw got a three point one. They got an uh, they got a one point eight last week and everyone was like, WWE are back, baby. Well, I mean, TNA <laughs> like, Impact was getting uh one point five million viewers in uh two thousand ten, which is just like absolutely mind boggling. They were doubling AEW. Yeah, I wonder if it gets taken into account how few people are actually watching television. Like, watching traditional television like that. 
And and why why a wrestling company hasn't tried to land a deal with Netflix or Amazon Prime? I yeah. have no idea. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that it will happen at some point. It just makes all the sense in the world. It's a glo- especially Netflix. It's a global. You sign a global deal. You can release it weekly. You know, like yeah. It just makes no sense to me why these guys are still dealing in this kind of like late 80s, early 90s language of like, you know, we're on TBS and we're on Fox and it's like, it feels like you're 30 years behind what's Mm. happening. You know what I mean? It's like, why wouldn't you just go to a digital platform? Netflix are just giving money away. absolutely. You know? Like, (laughs) um, anyway, Billy Corgan, if you're listening... There's an idea. You can steal that. That's yours. <laughs> just do it in the power set. Get power back. I just want power do it without back. Without Nick damn. Aldis, that's what you need to do. <laughs> well, you'd. I mean, no, Nick stays, but you would need to get. I don't know who's left on the end. Of, it's uh, Serena Deeb. Um, Nick Aldis, Serena. Well, Serena Deeb's an AEW Tim Storm. signed wrestler. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tim Storm. Oh, God, jeez. Um, uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron, what's his name? Sa- uh, Damien Sandow. <laughs> Aaron Rogers, the uh, guy. Uh, his his real name, Aaron. Aaron. Anyway, uh, we can wrap that up there. I think, my friend. Yep. On on that. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, supporting the show. Uh, rating and reviewing would be great. Uh, telling your friends everything that you've been doing already. Um, uh, uh, you can follow us on the socials we're WrestleWolf Pod uh, or you can go to our website which is WrestleWolf.com um, but until next time brother friends and soon so will Iggy Pop be <laughs> he's never going to die